Welcome to this bonus episode of ESA Explores, where we have ESA astronauts Thomas Pesquet and Matthias Maurer in conversation at NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas, USA. The audio you are about to hear was originally recorded as a video, and you can watch the full AstroChat series over on ESA's YouTube channel. The ESA community, this is Thomas Pesquet, Matthias Mauder. We are in Houston, just started our training, and we'd like to give you a short overview of what happened during the last four weeks. So what happened, Thomas? Well, first of all, we got here, which was the, the hardest part. Um, and now, I mean, just me as well as you, we're doing mostly space station training, uh, getting ready for what's coming next year. We don't quite know yet, um, but there'll be flights. We'll go to space. And most of the training right now focuses on ISS systems. So for me, it's the second time that I'm going through this. For you, it's the first time. Uh, but the, the basis is the same. The basics are the same. So exactly the same as for your last flight, like four years ago? Now, for me this time, it's, uh, so there's, I get a lot of waivers, so I don't have to do as much as you do, which is good. Uh, but uh, I still need to demonstrate proper knowledge and proper skills. So there's, there's evaluations, there's uh, masteries, are the, as they are called here, and you need to demonstrate that you know the system. But the good thing is, you remember from the first time. I was actually surprised by how much you can remember. I thought I was going to forget everything. <laughs> I, I forgot a lot, but not everything. So yeah, and, uh, and I don't know, how is it for, for you? What do you think is the, maybe the most challenging thing in spaceflight training so far? Well, the challenging thing is like the circumstances. I mean, with coronavirus, like training with masks, this is the only place this in this is, entire building yes, where we are allowed the, to stand without masks. First, I probably still have the mar marks on my face because yes, we're wearing masks all day long. <laughs> and if you see people behind, they're wearing masks, but it's the only place yeah, it's the, and we're maintaining social distance, yes, so yes, we're good. It's the, yeah, the outreach platform. Um, yeah, so that is definitely a change to the training I had before. Um, it's very compact, the training. So I have the impression it's like I get up in the morning and I'm running, running, running till the evening. And then I'm tired and I still have homework to do. A lot of the classes are remote. So that is also different from what we had in the past. Mm -hmm. But I enjoy it. It's, uh, and I can see that we advance forward. Yeah. So and what so do you think? It's like different now that we go commercial crew, we're flying US vehicles compared to the Soyuz flow. Well, the, the first impact of this is actually spending much more time here um, in NASA. And this is maybe a good opportunity to describe just where we're standing. Yeah, yeah this is good. building nine. This is one of the biggest buildings yeah. uh, for space station training. It has pretty much the entire space station, but broken down into chunks. You see the modules behind us. Uh, for hatch training, for emergency training, you see the different racks individually that we cupola took right apart, put back together. There's even a toilet training over there in that corner, in a dark and secret corner of that building. Robotics all the way at the back, so it's like Disneyland for uh, for space flight training. You could you could pretty much spend weeks in here without doing <clears throat> twice the same thing. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one big part. And yeah, so moving over to to commercial vehicles, much less training in Russia. Uh, I've spent 76 weeks in Russia. 76. Yeah, to be qualified on the Soyuz and on the Russian part of the space station. And this time, I think with, with everything I've taken into account with my experience, I'm getting to spend, I think, three weeks. So three weeks. it's really wow. very, very different. Uh, and on the, on the <laughs> flip side, I'm, I'm spending much more time here than I did the first time around. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Also with the Soyuz, I mean, you were trained as a left-seater for Soyuz. How much training is that? That's, that's actually a lot of training because Soyuz, it's a fantastic vehicle. It's really, it's like the safest flying machine I've ever been on. Uh, and that says a lot, but, but uh, it's also very, it's, it's an old design. I mean, it's been upgraded and now there's, there's some uh, better displays and some more, uh, more modern interfaces, but still it's not very automated. Yeah. Uh, the human element has a lot of tasks to carry out, even on a nominal flight. So you need to be really sharp. On US CV, US crew vehicle, SpaceX or Boeing, uh, obviously they date from right now. So yeah. much more automated. Um, and then I guess you have more monitoring to do. You still need to know your system pretty hard, but <clears throat> for example, you don't do manual re-entry uh, in a centrifuge, that's not yeah. something you're expected to do. So, I don't know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm happy to have done, uh, well, to have done one and to be in line to do the other one. And the and commercial crew is much shorter, it's much, much shorter. For mission specialists, it's only five, six, seven yeah, weeks. Five, six, seven weeks, um, which is also, I mean, it's, it's, you need to focus on what you need to know. Uh, and there's so much for the space station, it's so yeah. complicated. I mean, you know yeah. this right now because because there's this massive flow of information that you're trying to retain. Um, and actually NASA has been good, I think, at drawing the line between, okay, this is nice to know, this you really need to know, and you have to break it down into every system. So I don't know what's your, what's your feeling on this, but, but I think sometimes it's frustrating because you want to know more, yeah. but you cannot retain yes, everything. Yes, so sometimes yeah. you have to focus to what you need to know, right? Yeah, because the information, it's like, it's a huge amount of information and uh, in order to absorb everything, to digest it, that's already quite challenging. And um, so to have already in addition information available, that is, might be a little bit too much. But yeah. okay, for the vehicle, I have the impression on the Dragon, on the Boeing, um, we might be more kind of a passenger, have a not so an active role. Um, the active role will later on be only on the station. and. Um, so yeah, that is my very first impression, but we will see once we get more insight into the commercial vehicles. Yeah, yeah it's a crew of four and uh, instead of a crew of two or three on the Soyuz, so that makes a difference. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. That was a fantastic launch. Now we need to bring those guys back. Yeah. And after this, then hopefully the flights are going to start and then, uh, and then Europeans are going to get their, their seats on their vehicles, so it's going to be exciting. And yesterday we had the emergency training brief, mm -hmm. so there will also be changes compared to the Soyuz when all the vehicles were, let me say, in the, in the back part of the station or in the, in the Russian side of the station. Mm -hmm. Now we will have Western USOS crew flying to the front side of the station and Russian crew to the back side. So in an emergency we need to go separate ways. Mm -hmm. That changes a little bit what you do when there's fire, when there is a loss of pressure and um, toxic atmosphere. So, uh, and, and those are the times when, speaking about what, you, what is nice to know, what you need to know, those are the times when you need to not even think about what you're doing. It needs to be automatic because yeah. it's going to happen in the middle of the night. It's going to happen at the worst possible moment. It's Murphy's Law, right? Yeah. So you need something that is, that is hard, that resists every circumstance. And that's why I, I try to break it down to very very simple principles that you will always remember and always apply and and those actions at that point in time they don't they don't need to be the most optimal 
actions, yeah. it doesn't matter because you don't have time. You're trying to save your life. You're trying to save the vehicle. They need to go in the right direction every single time. Um, and that's why of all the trainings that we're doing, there's a lot of things that is in cooperation with the ground and you don't need to know much because those guys are going to be there to help you out, to answer your question. Then there's some more systems oriented training. You need to know quite a bit because you're going to have your hands into the systems, but still you can get some help. Um, and then there's really the emergency, you know, degraded situations training in which there's a good chance it's going to be just you um, and you're going to have to take the right action. So no pressure, Matthias. <laughs> <laughs> I, had it, but, I had it last week in a simulation. All the pressure. There you go. But, yeah. but Did but it the, happen to you in space that you had an emergency, even if it was a false emergency? We, we had a, yes, we had a false fire alarms. So the smoke detectors on stations, some of, sometimes they, they react to dust because yeah. um, they measure the conductivity in the air to detect if there's smoke or not. Yeah. So sometimes they trigger falsely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we had this twice. And the first time, my first reaction was, oh no, oh no. I don't want to be that guy when the station burns down yeah, while I'm yeah. up there and, and yeah. you know, and that's, that's actually not the reaction to have. The first reaction I should have had was, okay, what's, what's my emergency response? What are my immediate actions, et cetera, et cetera. So actually I, um, I took it as a, as a learning experience. And then the second time it happened, we were sharp as a, as a knife. But the first time, your first thought is always, not me, not, not now. Why is it happening to yeah, me? And, yeah. and you lose a couple seconds, but. You put yourself on the safe side and then it turns out to be a false fire detection. Happens, there's been a false ammonia alarm, toxic yeah. atmosphere, uh, and there's been a depress, which was a real depress, yes. slow, yeah. Yeah. but real. So we don't just train for training, you train also for the real For life. the real case. Yeah. Talking about, we don't need to take care of everything because the ground is there. At the end of the soil is the future. There is the deep space gateway model, yeah. there are also like rovers for on the moon and going to the moon and I think we will have less the chance to rely on ground support. Sure. For the moon we still have, but once we go to Mars with all the 40 minutes up to 40 minutes time delay like in both ways like out and back 20 minutes each, uh, I think we need to become way more independent and uh, seeing what ground control does for us on the ISS, I think that will be a heavy burden for the astronauts of the future. Yeah, I agree. But hopefully the systems are going to be more streamlined and, and more simple. Um, and the ISS to me is a, a marvel of, of engineering. It's one of the most complex pieces of engineering that was yeah. ever made in the history. But the, the, the flip side to this is there's a lot for just one person or six yeah. person yeah. or 10 yeah. persons yeah. to yeah. know. And that's why we have <clears> experts in every single system, every single box, every single you know, device that we have on the space station. And that's why we don't have to know everything. And we, we couldn't, nobody can, nobody can know everything. But you can't go to Mars with something as, yeah. as complex of the ISS. So it'll be smaller, more streamlined, more automated, and hopefully, hopefully there's, there's less so, to know. So do you think the Mars, like, like all the, all the stuff that we have, the Mars station, the Mars vehicle, would it look a little bit like SpaceX inside? Just, you know, this, this touch screen and everything is there on the go. Ah. And the machine will have artificial intelligence and do the rest for us. I don't know. I think there'll be everything that you can, you know, it's the same for planes, designed for cars, designed. It doesn't yeah. go maybe as fast as 
or space, but uh, um, but you always tend to unburden the, the human because yeah, yeah. the human is the source of error <laughs> uh, in most systems. And that's just how it is. I mean, you can be as good a pilot, the best pilot in the world, you're yeah. still going to make mistakes because... Don't talk too bad of the astronauts because they <laughs> will send robots then. No, no, but you're not, you're not, I mean, a human is not good. If you ask a human yeah. to watch one parameter, yeah. for six hours straight, yes. we you know, for the yeah. single variation, yeah. it's impossible yeah. to do. Nobody yeah. can do this. Yeah. Um, we're just not wired for this. Yeah. Uh, uh, automatic system can do this. It's the easiest thing. Yeah. So you just have to share the responsibilities in a smart way. Yeah. Um, and that's what the agencies are trying to do. So yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be more streamlined, maybe not all touchscreen, maybe maybe some Velcro, maybe some, some bot buttons and some switches, buttons. Some, some buttons. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the more you can integrate, the, the better it is. Already on station, we have, we have uh, tablets now. Uh, mm. Before, we used to have lots of paper procedures, taking down notes, etc., yeah. etc. Et we don't do this anymore. So well, it's, well, we still it's have paper back. procedures for emergency. True. Yeah. 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 In yeah. case but that's the only one. Yeah. And, and there's a new printer on Space Station. A new printer. It's the thing I'm the most excited about because <laughs> actually I was, I was looking forward to go back and, and just take a picture of the old printer as an embarrassment to the, the entire space community um, <laughs> because I'm, I can't give the brand, but, but it was really from, I'm not going to say the 80s, but, but almost. Never and it changed the running it, system. It, yeah, it never, <laughs> never worked. And I think oh, it was okay. the, the biggest source of... Uh, of uh, time loss on station, maybe that's just me, but but now there's a new one. So see the things are things are getting better. You'll see when you when you fly once, mm. you come back a second time. You'll see things are going better, um, and that makes you feel good. I mean, we're going in the right direction. I so think. you're looking forward to the new printer. I look forward yes. to the new to the second toilet in the US segment. <laughs> so that will be the third toilet on the station. And uh, I think once we go to crew of seven plus a direct handover with four or five more. 12 people on board, you need a third toilet. Interesting. Cool, so yeah, it's a different uh, adventure, but um, I think in the end you always end up ready. You always end up knowing more than you should because yeah. um, you want to be prepared. Yeah, it's right? like you in school. I mean, in school you also, when you go to the A level, a lot of people have the impression you learn 100% and in life you need 5%, mm -hmm. but that's not true because you never know which 5% you need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, but one of the differences, like you were saying, the second time around, yeah. I, I'm not trying to, to know as much as the first time. Um, and I'm, I'm not complacent, but, but I have a better idea of what I should know yeah. and what is superfluous. Um, and the first time around, there's, I don't know what your opinion is, but there's no choice. I mean, you, you, you have to learn everything. You yeah. have to yeah. do your best. You have to to also prove to the people that you can do the work. Uh, yeah. The second time around, you're more like, okay, so what's, is that really important? No, oh, I have Matthias. Matthias will know everything by heart, so I don't need to. <laughs> don't For need me, to the pressure is like, oh, I need, to, I need to work hard because there will be Thomas who knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good, it's, it's the good dynamics. But, yeah. but I think the second time around, it's, uh, it's more about uh, what, what do I really need to know? Uh, how should I? focus my effort more and also how to how to pass the experience in a in a good way you don't yeah. want to be that guy you know to tell yeah. everyone oh you should do this oh that's not how we do it oh you yeah. should do this because yeah. that doesn't work yeah. but on the other hand you also don't want to sit back and and don't use this experience yeah. so yeah. you have to find the right way to to tell very smart and very successful people and very knowledgeable yeah. people 
that okay look there's yeah, also maybe to, this to guide the team we, forward, yeah without yeah. without you know looking down on them or without and it's a it's a difficult balance to strike yeah. so I'm, yeah. I'm learning there's always something to learn there's always something to there's learn there's always something you to can learn. even learn from a beginner eh? <laughs> yeah no i know absolutely yeah, yeah. so last flight you took a lot of photos especially also from airports yeah. and then what a brilliant photos uh, i've seen your book i love it it's it's for me it's now the level where, where i need <laughs> where i want to grow to what are the plans for the next flight more oh. photos or Oh, is it still a secret? It's mm. a secret. <laughs> no, no, it's... Uh, Just taking photos of pyramids. <laughs> yeah, because I was very bad at this. But no, no, they, I don't have uh, firm plans, but, but you'll see, we'll talk about your plans next. But the, even the first time, I didn't know if I was going to like taking pictures, if I was going to yeah. have the time, yeah. if I was going to be any good. Yeah. Um, so I just went and then I realized I really liked it. And so I used my free time a lot for this. Um, but the result is I had the feeling to spend six months in time with zero free time yeah. because yeah. the days are long it's quite and then in the evening I was adding all this extra burden on myself like yeah. oh you have to take pictures you have to work with them you have to find the best ones you have to put them on social media uh, and then oh, you have to film some sequences etc etc and it never just never 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 yeah. stopped yeah. Um, so the second time around again I plan to maybe uh, spend some time just in the cupola, just look at the earth, which I never did. Because every time I was seeing something beautiful, I was like, oh, I absolutely have to take a picture. Yeah. So what are my camera settings? What should I be doing? And it's like when you travel and you see everything through yes. your camera, yes. yeah. you have to take some time for, for you. So I don't know what, what your plans are, you're going to tell us. But, uh, but I think maybe, don't tell, don't tell the people, but maybe I'll take less pictures <laughs> and I'll try to enjoy it more for me in a selfish way. Well, maybe. I, I think less pictures doesn't mean that you don't take pictures no. because how many you took thousands of pictures so it's like you easily could have released like 10 books with it so it's like just take yeah, my plan is just to take the good pictures <laughs> <laughs> but that's not because <laughs> <laughs> initially initially you'll see i mean it's there's a learning curve um, and space photography can only be practiced in space yeah. I mean, you can put yourself in similar conditions yeah. but it's not quite the same yeah. Uh, especially night pictures so there's a learning curve and initially you don't necessarily take the best pictures initially yeah. you take kind of the more scenic pictures the yeah. curvature of the earth yeah. uh, things like this but those are the easy pictures to take yeah. take a camera snap it and then you focus more and more you do night pictures you take the zoomed in photos yeah. um, and those are more difficult to take but but surprisingly people like the first type of picture more because they give you a feeling of you're yeah. in space. Yeah. Whereas for the zoomed in pictures, people told me, oh, I can have them on Google Maps. Yeah. I was like, yes, because Google Maps is satellite pictures. So it's the same, except that you this one. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. do the first ones before, my advice. True. True. And taking inside the, um, inside the module, actually, I find it quite challenging. We had the photo class this week. So either it's the person is nice in, in, like in good color and light, but everything around is either gray or the background is gray, dark, or it's like illumination is quite a challenge. Yeah. And even if you have the cupola with very bright reflections from the earth below. So I think there's a, definitely a learning curve. Yeah, but, uh, but it's good that you've, you've already understood everything, I guess, because this is the most challenging thing. You're going to have cupola extremely bright in the background and all the inside of the space station is dark. We have lights, but still yeah. it's not like daylight. 
So if you solve the light problem, this is your challenge, Matthias. Very good. I task you to solve the light problem, <laughs> and I know you will do it. Okay. I think one of the challenges I would like to bring my small camera to the station. So yes. if you guys like our nice video clip here, then please vote for us and uh, support us to ESA saying like, uh, these guys need to bring a nice uh, 360 camera. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the astronaut coffee break without coffee. Yeah. It's not really a break. But we but had no mask. So it was, no it was the, the, the mask break. <laughs> And yeah, follow uh, Matthias's adventures, and I'll try to I'll try to show up once in a while. Follow our adventures. All right, <laughs> ciao.